Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, live from Chicago. What, what? My name is James. <laughs> My name's David. I'm Joseph. I'm Colin. And hey, Colin, welcome. We get to, I get to meet Colin for the first time, like, in person. In person. Yeah, so yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is pretty great. And uh, yes, we are in Chicago. How do y'all feel? We are home. We are at Star Wars Celebration. The Star <laughs> Wars Stuff Podcast is home. So all of that stuff, and also like a little bit cold. Yeah. <laughs> Colin's over here, like I'm gonna go swimming on the roof after well, this. I, well, I, I mean, it's I mean, it's completely different because I'm used to this weather, and and you guys were in Texas where it was like 92. It was 92 in Austin. Today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm like going swimming. After, I'm going swimming after this. <laughs> You're crazy. Is all I gotta say. So yep, we flew in today. We are here, and uh, I guess that's kind of a boring thing. Uh, let's let's talk about some some Star Wars news. Uh, off the bat, like, we, should we get into some news really quick? Sure. Um, so last week, Ryan Johnson was at CinemaCon there in Vegas, and he was asked about Episode Nine, and his comments were actually kind of, um, I guess, not what I was expecting him to say. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what y'all did? You remember what did you hear what he said? I think they just kind of glossed over and just said, uh, "How's the trilogy going? Is he working on the trilogy still?" And he confirmed he is. But I want him here. I want to see him at Celebration. <laughs> right. That will confirm it for me. Because otherwise, I mean, he's just trying to get through an interview, trying to move on to the next person, or just try to get out of there. So I want confirmation, him showing up in person, and maybe doing like a surprise panel or something, and kind of talk about maybe the broad strokes of his new trilogy. Because he has to have something by now. I mean, he's creating a, a trilogy from scratch. And to me, that's... a uh, Herculean beyond Herculean it's like Herculean and Zeus level type stuff that he needs to come up with so he has to either have written an outline or he has a broad stroke something I want him here talking to us something needs to come out I think for celebration for me to be totally convinced this thing is really happening and I do really want it to happen so I, I want a Ryan Johnson trilogy. Though aside from what I think about The Last Jedi I think he's a, a great filmmaker and he can make something great what do y'all think? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, like, you know, you want me one person that um, that doesn't have a problem with the Last Jedi. I, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's, it, it's very rare to find someone that says the movie was perfect. There was nothing wrong with it. But I, I, I think a, um, Ryan Johnson, you know, doing something that you know that has nothing to do with the Skywalker saga, I, I think would be great. I, I really do. <clears throat> I just, I think. I think I would also like to see him here at some point yeah. just to promote his stuff, but I also don't know where that would fit into the scheme of what they've got going on this week. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. big panels are your episode ones, your episode nines, yeah. Mandalorian, and the uh, Galaxy's, Edge. Galaxy's Edge ones. Those are the, the big ones that everybody's expecting things to happen at. 
And I just, there's nowhere in there that I think you could ram Ryan Johnson in there. Well, we're expecting surprises, too. That's That's, that's the other allure of celebration. Who's going to show up that we don't know about? Harrison right. Ford, George Lucas, last celebration, 2017, right. 40th panel. Yeah. That was a huge, like, shock. and Like a holy cow Yes, moment. and yeah. John Williams. I yeah. mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, dude. Oh. Um, uh, do you guys think that, uh, that it's a possibility that... Um, Shoot, I just forgot his name. I shouldn't have forgot his name. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, um, well, Liam Neeson. Well, I, well, I, I mean, that would be awesome if they both showed up for the 20th anniversary panel. Right. But um, do you guys think that Mark Hamill, you know, I mean, it's... Yes, yeah. I think Mark Hamill is showing up okay. for the 9th panel. He, but but did, he, he tweeted a thing today saying that he was not going to be here. Well, yeah. It's Mark Hamill. It is Mark Hamill. <laughs> He'll say whatever, do whatever, he loves and they don't people. intertwine yeah. sometimes, yeah. Yeah, that, that too. He loves to kind of troll with fans, yeah. best of fans, yeah. He's a joker. I think he'll be here. Ah. I think I think Mark Hamill will show up. It'll be a nice big surprise. Yeah. Um, Ryan Johnson showing up in the nine panel is a possibility, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe just Kathleen Kennedy mentioning it would be would be a really good thing. Just saying, okay. by the way, we have it. Right. This is the timeline when it's going to come out. I think for me that'd be perfect. Um, I would really like it if they had like a roadmap type panel. And show the future oh, of Star Wars. Yeah. A lot like what Marvel does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll have like a big get-together with all the media, but Celebration is a perfect place to do it. I mean, we're all Star Wars fans. We're all happy. We're all going to cheer. I mean, There's I don't good. see really no drawback to that other than maybe they don't have everything set in stone. Right. Yeah, and there's going to be a ton of media yes. at all of these events. The, so. Pretty much the whole ground floor of it's, every panel yeah. is going to be solid media. So I I think if if they're gonna do a roadmap like Kevin Feige does with the Marvel Universe, uh, it would be the perfect opportunity to do it. But I don't think that's gonna happen either. It, it'd be fantastic um, because they they'll release stuff and then redact things later. Like the Inhumans were supposed to come out in Marvel, and that never wound up happening as, as a movie. Yeah, yeah it um, became a TV show it and it didn't succeed. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bad TV show, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, very yeah, very bad. bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I ended up watching the first episode and then I was like. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. Oh, it was did. pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also Ryan Johnson said that um, he was asked if he knew about episode nine and what his thoughts were. And apparently he says he and J.J. Abrams had a meeting. Oh. They talked about it. But other than that, that was it. He has no idea what's going to happen. And that's the way he wants it. He wants to be surprised by what Abrams is going to do. Do you like that? Yes or no? In hindsight, I don't like it. But at this point in time, I mean, we all kind of know that they passed the the baton from seven to eight to nine different director, different writer each time. So, I mean, he's (sighs) making a Star Wars film is such a huge undertaking that I'm surprised that he he agreed to do a trilogy and find his own company and then do another film and then come back to this trilogy. That's the thing that really surprises me. But I really wish they had an overarching plan for the sequel trilogy, and they didn't. They yeah. just. But see, there's precedence for it because Marvel kind of does that. They had different filmmakers interchange throughout their films, but they had Kevin Feige at the top, kind of having the broad strokes of what was actually going to happen. So they had someone at the top overseeing it. Because look at what happened with Edgar Wright. He was supposed to do Ant Man. His vision didn't match up with Feige, so they let him go. Edgar Wright's a terrific director. He's on the Ryan Johnson level. 
And they just said no. They just parted ways. But see, Star Wars has also parted ways with other filmmakers and writers as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of apples and oranges, but it, it's it's all about the overarching story. The difference between Marvel and Star Wars is Star Wars likes to do it middle of production. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is like, oh, you're almost done with the movie, and you're, you're done. It's, it's yeah. pretty bad. Let's go ahead and bring Ron Howard in. Or... Yeah. And see, <laughs> that's, that's why I like the idea of a Ryan Johnson trilogy, because he'll go from start to middle to finish, and we'll get a complete story. But he's just right. writing the whole trilogy, right? From what we've heard, yeah, he's, he's only, only going to direct. Gonna, right, he's going to be like a George Lucas for the original right, trilogy. Right, right. He's going to direct the first one, then yeah. just keep on going with the story. I mean, I mean, and, and which I think that would be great because it's something that we've never seen in the Star Wars universe before. So, um, I mean, because of when when he did Episode Eight, he was dealing with characters that you know we love and we grew up and and when I mean and when the whole thing with Luke and. You know some of the other characters. A lot of people didn't like that because they, because because of they because of they weren't expecting it and it was different and was new. So I think if Ryan Johnson is doing his own thing with characters that we've never seen before, I think a lot of people would enjoy that more. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I also kind of wonder if like maybe Ryan Johnson didn't Luke and Ray and Poe and everybody in Episode Eight, with the exception of Rose Tico, isn't his creation. Right. You know what I mean? And so right. a lot of people, you know, David's issue and at dinner tonight we had this huge debate about it. <laughs> it was massive. Over I'm some sure. delicious deep deep dish deep pizza. Dish Chicago style pizza. Oh, yeah. I can't pronounce Giordano? it. Giordano? or something. Yeah. We got, we got a nice argument. It was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure we drove people out of that restaurant because of how loud. Yes, we got, we got really got. loud. <laughs> we got really loud and I loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah, I loved every second um, of it. But, uh, you know, he... He didn't own the characters. They weren't his characters. They were George's characters, right? Right. And JJ's. And JJ's. Yeah. This new trilogy will be nothing but Ryan Johnson characters. Yes, and that's what I'm like yeah. drooling yeah. over. Like, I want to see this. Right. And, I know he's a great filmmaker. And yeah, and from his other stuff, man, those characters, like in Looper in, in particular, because that's pretty much the only other one of his mm-hmm. films that I've seen, but it's fantastic. And those characters are deep and they've got dark histories and. Man, he can make a character, and he can make you love a character or hate a character. I, I remember when I first heard of Ryan Johnson, it was with that movie Brothers Bloom with mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo and Adrian Brody and Rachel Wise. I, lo- I was like, man, this this director's good. And then it was like, he's doing a science fiction movie. And I saw Looper, and I was like, man, this guy's amazing. Right. And then like he's doing Star Wars. I'm like, yeah. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> I've been following this guy. And then I went back and watched Brick. But uh, to, to see him kind of just you know set loose... On Star Wars, man, anything is possible. Yeah. Man. Like, he could do the craziest story ever. And the fact that, you know, the rumors, because, and people still believe it. Like, I got into an argument with somebody at work. He said, oh, yeah, Johnson's not doing his trilogy because of The Last Jedi. Like, everyone <laughs> knows that he's not doing it. I'm like, no, he said he's doing it, but people still think he's not doing his trilogy. Yeah. But, um, so I'm excited to know that for sure it's, it's going ahead. And I'm just waiting to see when they're going to announce anything about it, you know? It's going to be a while because I think Benioff and Weiss's stuff is going to come out in 2021. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much the next movie up. So, because it's all going to be Disney Plus stuff from so here on out. So, 2020, we're not going to get anything? No. Man. Yeah. Um, Clone Wars. Cassian series. No, I'm talking about a movie. I mean, we've had a movie yeah. every year since well, see, 2015. I think yeah. what the results are for the Disney Plus will determine a lot, I think. If it's just like gangbusters and it does great they're going to concentrate more on episodic series on Disney plus. And if that's like a, uh, a service, uh, 
like make or break type situation. I mean, if Mandalorian ends, but of course they have Marvel too, and then they have the mm-hmm. whole Disney catalog. So there's a lot there already that people want. But if they can somehow see the metrics on what a Star Wars series does and doesn't do, that's that's going to move the needle for Lucasfilm, and that's what's going to determine how many more theatrical releases we're going to get. Hmm. What do you What do y'all think? Do you think we're gonna? Would you rather the episodic type? TV show, or would you want to see the movies on the big screen? For me, it depends on the story that you're trying to tell. Um, I know we've talked about it before, but like, I do not want to see an Obi Wan Kenobi movie. I don't want to see it. I would love to see an Obi Wan. We're getting a series. I would love to see a series. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. Um, But if you're gonna do like a one-off or something like that, I would love to see it in film form. I'd love to see it on the big screen. you know, again, it depends on the story you're telling. It depends on what the Manda- Mandalorian winds up looking like and what that Cassian series winds up looking like. Because yeah. um, it, it, I know we keep comparing it to Marvel, but it's the only thing that's really done mm-hmm. both series and movies in the same universe like this. Um, you know, like the Daredevil. The first, I've only right. seen the first two seasons, but I would not want to see that as a movie. Would I like to see that character in a movie? Absolutely, a hundred percent. But I don't want a movie focused on Daredevil. You know okay, what I mean? I it's like the Hulk theory. You, right. you get a film with the Hulk, it's not that great. But if you have him as like complementary to other heroes or another hero's film, he works perfectly. Mm. All right, he's cilantro. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so um, so th- there are certain um, th- there are certain characters where they they work great on the big screen but then there are other characters where where you get more screen time with them on tv shows and like for obi-wan i think that would be great because of we've like seen him on the big screen and stuff i think having you know maybe six or ten episodes of obi-wan like each one maybe like 45 or 45 minutes or an hour long would be great because we can dive more into the character but if you're doing that into a movie we're only getting maybe two hours or right. a tiny and bit more that's the beauty of a series on streaming we right. get more character development more story development and i mean star wars is so rich in character and detail that it's all laid out for lucasfilm and disney just to create something very rich vibrant and exciting for us especially but can work for general audiences i think mm. I guess we're just, <laughs> I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see what they announce with um, this how they're gonna treat the, the Disney Plus and everything. Oh, which by the way, November is looking like the date they're gonna do Disney Plus. Like yes. that's uh, yes. November, November. <laughs> so which yes, is yes, 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 yes. Which which is pretty cool because they're gonna put the Mandalorian on right away, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be a month away from Star Wars from so, episode nine. Episode nine. So there's a good there's a great way they could start promoting episode nine during this and getting the hype building up Mm -hmm. because right now a lot of people are of course Endgame is coming out everyone and it might happen not gonna not not gonna say it won't but it looks like Endgame might take the year like everyone's so focused on Endgame no one even cares about Star Wars well and just the pre-sales alone they've already defeated tripled Infinity Wars pre-sales which is unbelievable I think it was more than Infinity War Captain Marvel and I think episode eight yeah. It was more than those three combined. So the pre-sales for so do you Infinity think War. do you think in game sorry do you think Lucasfilm can create the same hype and, for Star Wars? And in, in, in my opinion, it really depends on how the first trailer is. I I I, I mean, mm. because of our first great like point. real look at a movie is from a trailer, and 
I mean, and when the first trailer for Force Awakens dropped, and for Episode Eight, everyone was so hyped about it. I got chills when you said that, dude. (laughs) It's in two days. Yeah. So yeah, potentially. Yeah. So we're getting we're getting getting a trailer. Don't you dare say we're not. Yeah. So I I I mean so it really just depends on how that first trailer is. I mean because of if if that trailer you know doesn't you know kind of draw people in, then the movie's not. You know, gonna draw people in. Yeah. This trailer, so, which by the way will be on Friday, um, potentially, it's happening. Don't say that. Um, don't and we will that. have it covered. And we will have yeah. David we will have and physical I will, bodies David there. And I will be in there, which is gonna be crazy. But anyways, um, <laughs> if this trailer has to be the teaser to end all teasers, I mean this yeah. this teaser has to, it has to trump the Chewie were home. Yeah, moment. I mean this thing has at the end of it, we all need to be in tears. Well, I, yeah, I, do you I, think that's possible? No. Well, well I well oh. I mean this this is the like the last of the Skywalker saga. Like this is the last of it. So, I mean, they have to end with a big bang, which is hard because now we don't got Han Solo or Luke Skywalker. But so. we do have Leia. So, if they show Leia as a last scene, that could be the Chewie home moment. That would be great. That would be great. I don't know, man. Like you don't, that, th- you don't think they could do it? The Chewie home moment is my favorite trailer yeah. of all time. Yeah. Uh, I know mine too. I know David likes episode one's more. That's, <laughs> that's because he's a thousand years old. Um, <laughs> but For a it, thousand generations. <laughs> but legitimately, oh, I could uh, like if I just sit and think about that trailer long enough, I get goosebumps instantly. Yeah. One hundred percent of the time. And I remember the moment I watched that trailer. Like I remember I was at work and I remember like freaking out in my break room at work mm-hmm. and everybody was looking at me and I'm like you have no idea what I'm watching right now this is the greatest stuff I've ever seen on screen you know what I mean and so you're saying there's no way there's I, no way they nine can do that I just I don't I don't see how they can do it in a trailer I think they can do it in in the film this mm-hmm. is the last Skywalker there film. Has, there has to be something like that. I want there just the, has to be. I'm not saying there won't be. Yeah. I just don't know if for me it will happen. Just wait, man. Just wait. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting with bated breath. Like, <laughs> and this is going to be – that panel was the one that everyone was like, yeah. we need to get into that one. And uh, I woke up this morning like at 3, just got a new puppy, had to let her out. And I looked at my phone this morning at three, and there was the saying, "Congratulations, you got the episode nine panel lottery." I was like, "Yes!" So um, I'm, I'm pumped, and the title will be announced. I don't care what y'all say; it's going to be titled "Episode whoa, Nine: whoa. James with the Half Beard." <laughs> you guys suck, Half Beard nah, McGee. Nah, but uh, Half Beard Beard Herrera. Do you, oh, dude, if good. you ever become a pirate. I think I got your pirate name. Half beard. Half beard. Half beard. You have to say it with the pirate. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know who that was. That was weird. That was a weird voice, right? I loved it. It was fantastic. That was awful. Uh, I, the Chicago I, voice. I think, I, think I think Lucasfilm, and I've been saying it since the beginning, I think Lucasfilm has a really great trick up their sleeves with episode nine. I think they're going to show it to everybody, and the hype for nine is going to be insane. I think... What they're, I think, what they're trying to do, which is why they're they're laying low right now, is they're trying. They were trying to figure out a way to get not only the Star Wars fans, but people who the that general public, the yeah. General, casuals, yeah. Because <laughs> what they're going to promote is, you know, this story has been spanning since 1977, and this is the final chapter of that. This is the longest, one of the longest stories ever told in cinema, which it is. It's the longest story ever told. They need to promote it that way. They need it to get it out, and people need to get hyped about it. Do you think I think Lucasfilm can do it? Well, it's it's funny when I was I had worked 
I worked yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has been too. the longest Wednesday of my entire life. I worked, I worked um, last night until 10.30. Yeah, I'm I was in like, Chicago wow, I was, right I now. I was at work yesterday. <laughs> anyway, uh, yesterday at work, I was telling people that I was coming up here for celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I work in customer service, and I, I, I work with some... They're older. They're not, like, old, but they're older. They're old enough to remember going to see the original Star Wars. Yeah. They're old enough to remember taking their kids to see the original Star Wars. Um, and every single one of those partners that I work with, they they all had a story about it. Mm. They're like, man, we, we lined up. It was um, 85 degrees outside. The AC in the theater was broken, but it was packed to the gills. Like Everyone has a Star Wars story. Everyone Everybody. has a yeah. Star Wars story. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's awesome. crazy to me that this is the end of the Skywalker saga. Um, Don't cry. I'm kind of I'm tearing up a little bit, man. You know, it's it's like that started so long ago for so many people. This mm-hmm. is we're what three, four generations into Star Wars yeah. at this point. Yeah, and it's it's affected every single person that's watched it in some way, shape, or form. And this is it. And this it all, is it. It all, it all leads up to this this moment, and that's how they have to promote it. Joseph almost crying is how they have to promote this movie. Okay. Like yeah. him. And it's true. I've talked to people who were like, I, you know, I mentioned, I'm, okay, I'm going to start a celebration. A guy I work with, he was like, yeah, I was there in 1977. Day it came out. I watched it at this theater. And he dropped his mic. Yeah. I know. Right? I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I'm a big fan. I had no idea. And he goes, yeah, I was there, man. Opening night to watch that movie. Wow. And he was like, it was the best thing in the whole world. Yep. that happened. And it's like, man, this is, this is great. This, I, that's why I love Star Wars. That's why I love it. Which is why I'm saying there's a possibility <laughs> Lucasfilm can could grab that right. and they could be like, boom, biggest movie of the year. Just eclipse Endgame. And again, I'm saying the movie will do it. The movie's going to be excellent. I don't know if they can fit it into a two-minute trailer. Well, I, well, I, I mean, well, here's the thing though, that I'm, I'm kind of curious about. Will it be light like the Return of the Jedi, or maybe darker than? I mean, than Episode Six. I mean, uh, that's a good question. That's yeah. a great question. I. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no. Yeah. I'm not even gonna pretend. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's gonna be like this. Well, I, I mean, well, I mean, I, I think once the trailer comes out, I think we'll all try and start to get that vibe from it. But as of right now, it's just like it's really up in the air. No one has no idea. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, very true. What do you? What do you? Yeah, think? Colin's saying that. It makes me think about all the George Lucas trailers, and yeah. it feels like he had a little bit of light, a little bit of dark, a yeah. little bit of comedy, a little bit of this, a little bit of le- that, and it's like. He pulled it off in those trailers. That's why I think those trailers are really great. So, yeah, if JJ and company can pull off that type of tone in this trailer for this sequel trilogy with these characters, it, it could be really, really great. So I read in an article today uh, when we were having the argument about, you know, episode eight at, you know, dinner tonight. <laughs> it's scaring all the other uh, patrons. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Abrams has finally spoken and he said, you know, he was going to say no to nine. Like yeah. she, Kathleen Kennedy asked him, and he was like, "No!" Like almost right away, he was gonna say no. And apparently, he said he talked to his wife, and his wife, his wife said, "You should do it. Like you have to do this." Yeah. You and he said, "You know, she's what a usually, great wife." Yeah. <laughs> and he joked and said, "Like when she told me that, I was like, does she meet somebody already?" Like <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "What the?" But he said he was just joking. But uh, apparently, she. Just, she she got into real bad debt and needed him to make She's the She's like, so I really need you to make this movie right now. But uh, <laughs> apparently, you know, he thought about it and she said, you know, this is you to, you get to complete that story you started now. And he looked at it and he goes, okay, yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And 
he said it's huge. It's huge to to take on a movie this big, and I, it's gonna be huge. This movie's gonna be insanely big, um, bigly. It's gonna be a bigly. Movie. No, I'm just joking. But um, big casino, like big, Harrison Ford says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so it's it's exciting to see and to hear what he's gonna say in a couple of days. At, you know, at his panel, and then to sh- see what he's gonna show us. You know, like I, I'm. Oh man, I think. They have to. They have to. They have to come out swinging. That's the thing. Like that's that's the the big thing is they, they have, have to, to flex. Yes, they have to be like boom. Star Wars is back. It's coming out. If you don't see it, you 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 missed out on one of you're the best stupid. things. Yeah, <laughs> not you're stupid, but you missed out on one of the biggest movie events in, in history. Right. right. That's how they have to promote it. Ray going at it with Kylo saber to saber with yes. moves we've never seen before. And like that's what I want. Saber fight. Like an actual lightsaber. I mean, like a full out. I mean, this has to top, you know, all the prequels and the sequels. I, well, and the... it's Okay, now I'm kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> the prequels, the prequels the and the original trilogy, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so, I mean, so I, I, I feel like this final lightsaber battle has to be where we're on the edge of our seats and, you know, you know, like, yes, and crying and mad and, like, all that into one because it's... This is it. Like, yeah. we're done after this. I so. think I think you hit something, though, is that it's going to be that type of fight where we're all going to be really broken about it because of the relationship between Ray and Kyle. I'm not saying the whole Raylo thing. I'm yeah, just saying, no. though, <laughs> I'm honestly saying, like, her, like, trying to bring him back yeah. and that fight that's going to take yeah. place. It's almost, you know, reminiscent to Luke versus Vader. Um, and, uh, and potentially there's a Luke and Vader style relationship in there yes, that we don't know true. anything right. about yet like right the force connection that they have the force space time that's yeah. just like luke and leia had well, well i i mean well do, do you believe that that was actually snoke making that happen or do you think it was i think snoke initiated it but okay. the, the but kylo and ray have the power to keep it going okay i think that's I, I, the situation. I agree and then she cut it off at the very yeah she had the power she to figured it out at the end right. it was like mm-hmm. um what was I gonna say? It's very force intuitive. The 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 battle. Okay, the battle in Force Awakens between Kylo Ren and Rey is one of my favorite lightsaber fights. Really? Yeah. Yes. Because I, I would agree so. Yeah. Because for for me, top three for sure. Top three for sure. Yeah. Because right. that was a fight that I I saw and mind you, we we're coming off the prequels, very stylized. Nick yeah. Nick yeah. what's his name? Nick Gillard. Gil- Gil- yeah. 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 Nick Gillard. Great great swordsman, great stunt choreographer, but man, his it was so. Choreographed. Pretty. <laughs> yes. And I, I get why Lucas did it, but then when he gets to episode three, you're kind of like, all right. I, I, yeah, over. we need that grit, that old trilogy grit. But but I liked The Force Awakens because this was the one, I think it was, it's, I don't want to say Adam Driver, but it was. I think it was Adam Driver's, the, his performance and the way he fights. Right. Yes. It's insane. Like, that probably looks more natural than of, of what they did mm-hmm. with episode one and, right. and two and three. He was injured by the bow cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my like favorite moment from that was of where Kylo tried using the force and then she used the force and then, then the lightsaber comes flying in her hand and, and, oh, and, yeah. I, and yeah. I was like this is going down like, <laughs> yeah. it's like let's go and, and then the yeah. music swelled and that, the only time they used that music yes. was with Uncle yeah. Owen and Aunt Brew dying that was the only other time we oh, ever man. heard it I got chills I got chills and then I episode that. 7 and bam and it was so appropriate for what Williams to put that beat there just that right. it was the turning point of Luke Skywalker, and it was the turning point of Ray. And I was like, John Williams, you son of a, you know, like, dude, that was <laughs> well, beautiful. Well, and outside of that, Adam Driver's performance as Kylo Ren, like we're talking about how stylized one through three were in their choreography. Kylo Ren fights primal, man. Like, yes, he oh, yeah. he's doesn't have a a you know a lightsaber in his hand. He's got a 
freaking club like right yeah. like he's swinging that thing around with purpose he's got a broadsword that's gonna cut somebody to pieces i love that job boy an actual said, lightsaber yeah. broadsword yeah <laughs> literally what boy i said when they're fighting and he's like some of those hits you know when he would hit it was like holy like there's no yeah, acting it's yeah like, adam driver's a big dude and uh yeah. my favorite is like at the beginning of the fight when he hits him he hits him and he spins around and he just like goes full force, and you see Finn just like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Yep, that's not mm-hmm. acting, man. That's that's, that's Adam Driver just genuine fear for his life." <laughs> <laughs> so I, for me, I, I love watching Adam Driver do that stuff. Like it's, it's just he, you could tell like there's there's something there with each swing. Um, and, Master actor, yes, Juilliard trained. I mean, yep. it's it's not even fair, really. I saw that. Did you see that movie, Black Klansman? Did you see him? I didn't see it, but oh, I mean, he got nominated, right? Dude, so. yeah, his performance yeah. in that was. I was like, dude, Adam Driver is a great, great actor. But yeah. anyways, besides that, Adam Driver, if you're here, oh, if Adam awesome, Driver's here, please be here, Adam oh, Driver. <laughs> please be here. We would love to see you. Um, he's he's like really tall, right? Because I don't I don't think I'd get in a fight with him. I think he'd probably yeah, he's like me. six five, I'm good. two I'm good. fifty yeah. or something. Say military trained. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, more, yeah, yeah. He's a marine. marine. Yeah, <laughs> he can kill you with his bare hands. I'm cool. Um, <laughs> oh, what was it? Okay, so here's my question: Do you think there's gonna be a big lightsaber battle, or do you think there's gonna be a big space battle? Both. both. You think there's gonna be both? <laughs> okay, so here's my question to you: Do you think because everyone's expecting it, it's gonna happen? Or do you th- okay? Because if you remember the the climax of Revenge of the Sith, and we were just talking about this, there's an article that came out a couple of years ago where somebody had called the last 30 minutes of Revenge of the Sith one of the finest pieces of cinema in history, and also one of the finest pieces of of, of storytelling since the beginning of time. And now, which I was like, I'm reading it, and the way the person described what happens in the last 30 minutes of the Revenge of the Sith, I was thinking it is kind of an amazing way George Lucas was able to tell the story to get to that climax of the film, which is Yoda fighting Sidious, Anakin fighting Obi-Wan, and then the birth of Luke and Leia and the death of Anakin, pretty much. Right, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing. And it's one of those things when it was happening, when you first saw the film, you were like, oh my gosh, this is everything I wanted in a Star Wars film, this giant battle going back and forth. What are we looking for with Nine? What Are we looking for a giant big battle or are we looking for the lightsaber fight or are we looking for i think we're looking for all the boxes to be checked for classic star wars yeah big uh space battle big lightsaber fights um classic characters returning like lando um i mean i'm just looking for everything i like i well i i i mean like we've talked about like smorgasbord of star wars right I, i i mean like if I don't see Max Rebo, you know, I'm just going to walk out. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, like, th- this is it. So, like, they, they just need to, you know, give it everything they got. I mean, which I think they will. But, you know, there's, you know, Force Awakens and Episode Eight, And then you go to this movie and this is it. This is really it. And, and yeah, no, hold I keep nothing back. It, but it's just like they, they, they got to nail it. They like. I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if that's how they approached it, which was this is it. Like, whatever we've always wanted to see, we need to see it now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, everything you've ever thought about when you first saw Star Wars in 1977, yeah. how you thought the story was going to go needs to go that way. Right. Chris Terrio is riding with J.J. Yeah. Does Chris Terrio have it in him to do that, though? That's the question. Man, Kennedy, when, she wouldn't have hired him if he He made Argo, which is, like, his best picture. That movie was amazing. But he also he did, did Batman, Batman vs. Superman, Superman, which wasn't that great. No. So, does he understand... His his mandate here. But That's here, the question. But here's, my, but here's my question to you. Do you think Abrams would be like, okay, 
You know what I mean? Or would Abrams be like, no, we need to really well, think he wasn't, about this. Terio's not the sole writer. Right, it's, too, it's, right? Him it's him and JJ. Abrams. And so I think anytime that Terio is going to go a little too Batman versus Superman as opposed to Argo, yeah, he, like he's going to rein him, him back yeah. in and bring it more to the Abrams style of writing, the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm curious as to know what Terio is bringing to it. You know what I mean? Like what We all know what Abrams can do. Maybe so, dialogue and JJ handles the action. I mean, or vice versa. Yeah, I could almost see vice versa. I can almost see vice versa more. I'm not going to lie. The uh, the last, like, 20 minutes of Argo, I was on the ed- like literally on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never felt that way. Like, most movies, as you see, I'm like, ah, okay. That movie, I was, like, standing in front of the TV freaking out because I right. had no idea what was going to happen. I was like, that's good. That's great writing. Great writing. So I can see him doing the action and Abrams really telling this crazy story. Think it's possible? I think anything's possible, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Like we all said, this is it, man. I mean, game no, over, there's man. no, game more, over, no man. more bullets in the chamber. Game I mean, over. this is it. Yeah, <laughs> game over, man. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, so um, tomorrow we will be going to the Celebration Store. Um, and standing in line for like three hours. Stand, no, hopefully not. <laughs> or like a couple of t-shirts. Hey, you know what? It's going to be worth it. All right, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to be there. and They um, got the light speed line, though, so... We'll see how that works. Instead, instead of six hours, it's going to be like two hours. So David and I got are going to be able to go into the episode nine panel Friday, and then the episode one panel on Monday. Yeah, which sounds bizarre when you say it like. That. Yeah, I know. and then <laughs> and we're then, going back in time. Uh, I know, right? And then uh, Colin, you will be in the Mandalorian panel. Yes, I will. And uh, we'll talk about Mandalorian a lot on another another podcast when we get closer to it, yeah. because I think we could talk all day. Well, about yeah, that day when it yeah happens, and then um, Joseph will be there at the Star Wars show watching all of it yeah and then and, i'm gonna try my best to get into like the clone wars uh, oh yeah all. you're dude i will be there <laughs> i will get here at 6 a.m and i will like be in yeah. line i mean i mean i i i mean that was my childhood so i mean i will be there like in front of line in case you're wondering colin is very young right now I, comparatively, <laughs> comparatively. Oh, okay all right I, I made the mistake of asking him how how old he how old he was in 1999 and he mm-hmm. told me and i got really depressed <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to talk about that yeah. but um but yeah i'm we're definitely going to have the clone wars cover yeah. between me and colin and then awesome. I'm, I'm also going to make sure i get into Re- uh, rebels remembered yeah. nice um uh and then i will be at the Jedi Fallen Order one as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 should be an interesting because one. That game looks great. And I think we'll cover Vader Immortal, the uh, okay. VR Oculus. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's right after the Episode Nine panel, I believe. So oh. we'll, we'll just stay in our seats, move to a better seat possibly, and get a better view of it. Okay, sounds good. There you go. And I want to see that Galaxy's Edge. I mean, I know everybody's kind of like, yeah, but I'm really curious. Yeah, if they drop new info, if they tell us something we don't know, it'd be great. But so much stuff has come out about it. I was going to say, but the crazy thing is, like, they wouldn't have a panel if there wasn't something to say. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, they wouldn't be like, hey, we have a whole dedicated one of the big lotteries Mm -hmm. for this if they didn't have something. Well, I mean, you could go back and say, well, not everyone reads all the details on Galaxy's Edge. So they could just do, like, a redux of that. Yeah, maybe, maybe add one or two little new things, but said, I don't think it's going to be anything. But they say what surprises, okay? Well, I, I, I mean, I'm I, because I've just been trying to think of what what they would add that would be new that we don't know already. I mean, I maybe a really beautiful trailer. I mean, they've already shown right. teasers, of, which is weird to say about a park. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, <laughs> but I think a really nice polished trailer showing you all the little pieces i think that would be a really great thing to see there um, maybe a behind the scenes with john williams doing the music right. yeah i mean yeah. they can do a lot with this which was why i really wanted to be there 
And I didn't get the lottery, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, could order. I could see them. Oh, there you go. Uh, I could see them uh, <laughs> um, showing something about like the new hotel experience that they're doing. Yes, yeah. that I could be really something. Much about that yeah. at all? And then they'll be like, "Coming in 2022, like, <laughs> dude." <laughs> What 2021 though is what they're saying though. So yeah, we'll see. The hotel but uh, but yeah, so we're in Chicago and uh, we made a well, unbelievable. We, I, know, I, I can't even, I can't, <laughs> even I can't even fathom. And like our view from our uh, little room that we're in right now, like I said, it's weird. Uh, our our view right now is really cool. I didn't realize the lake was right there. I thought that, that was something else, and they were like, "No, that's the lake right that's there. A great lake. That's a great lake." And I was like, "This is amazing." So, uh, but yeah, um, great. It's awesome check out our instagram and we're also gonna upload some videos of us being goofy in the airport and everything uh thank you so much for listening and we'll be back tomorrow and we'll put a video together of us buying all our awesome toys that we're gonna get there tons of pictures on social media tomorrow yeah it's man oh yeah just wait it's gonna be awesome and all right thank you very much for listening and may the force be with you always pew 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 pew